everyone. Welcome to this uh, new episode of our expert series, uh, which is a focus right now on attention, a topic that's really hot in our industry right now. Not a day goes by without it going in the press and uh, from everywhere around the globe. There's a lot of spotlight being shed on it. A special welcome to you, Nicola. Hi. Uh, it's good good to have you with us um, on this um, uh, thing that is also a podcast right now, by the way. Uh, so welcome to the listeners that are listening in for the first time. Um, so Nicola, you're the SVP Transformation and Global Investment at Omnicom Media Group. Uh, you're a um, you know speaker on the topic of intention on in EXA conferences, but also other conferences. You're involved in the EACA, which is really the equivalent of EXA on the agency side. On that topic that, you know, we're really happy to shed some light on right now as EXA because it is being discussed both on the economical crisis perspective, on the sustainability perspective, on the creative uh, perspective. I mean, there are so many angles to watch this attention topic on right now. Um, and both our friends from Australia, our friends from Canada, the Americans, everybody in Europe is looking at it right now. So where you're, you are in a special center of all of this as a media agency, obviously, and it's changing very much our industry, right? I mean, Andy Brown was saying we're moving from a business of gross impressions to a business of net exposure, which I find very a clever way of summarizing this attention uh, discussion. So a uh, very first easy question for you to, to start here um, from the agency perspective on, on your day to day. What challenge you know, does attention uh, bring or resolve really? What, what does it resolve um, this attention angle as a new KPI? Uh, well, attention really helps us um, answer a critical question that pretty much all our planners and buyers have, which is to understand if our ad um, has actually been seen and noticed by the audience and um, did it actually deliver any kind of engagement. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, you'll agree, Anlor, um, ads that are not noticed don't work, right? They, they don't build your brand, they don't drive awareness, and ultimately they, they don't drive sales. So um, it's important that we find a metric that goes beyond viewability. And we think attention is, is much more valuable than viewability because we know that something that, that can be technically viewable uh, based on the um, MRC standards isn't always viewed, right? That's Some vendors have learned to gamify the system by serving ads that generate artificial viewability That's or clicks. Um, and, and so the reason why Omnicom are so keen to promote uh, attention as a metric is because we think it takes us much closer to what matters to clients yeah. in terms of uh, what drives a brand and what generates sales. And so it changes the way you guys are, are doing media planning? Uh, attention as a, as a huge role to play equally for both planning and buying. Uh, but um, with planning, we start by looking at the... Uh, optimum amount of attention that every brand needs. Um, and that's actually important because uh, with attention, we don't believe in a one-size-fits-all approach. Um, if you take an FMCG brand like McDonald's or Pepsi, uh, pretty iconic brands, you get literally, I mean, you get instant brand recognition, right? So you probably don't need that many seconds of attention to, to generate that attention, um, especially if you're hungry uh, or thirsty. Yeah. But if you're selling a more complex product um, like DNA kits from Ancestry.com, then you probably need more seconds to, to trigger that active attention. And so OMD has built a tool called the Attention Requirement Calculator, and that's part of our uh, Omni suite of products. And it helps our planners identify the optimum level of attention that's required 
by each brand. And so then that allows us to optimize the, the budgets across media types, uh, you know, by tweaking our media mm -hmm. mix to optimize on, on reach and attention, what we call uh, attentive reach. Um, mm -hmm. Once you've got those optimized plans, that's when you can start buying your campaigns by incorporating attention signals to drive further value. Okay, so that's ex ante, right? Afterwards, about the success of a campaign, what, you know, how do you guys use that then to evaluate the success or calculate well, I mean, reach differently? Yeah, well, what's great uh, with attention is we can really influence uh, both branding and performance campaigns. And we have some, some really strong evidence now uh, through uh, case studies, um, brand lift research, uh, also a first party client data uh, that we can get better outcomes uh, from attention that's across both upper funnel and lower funnel objectives. So that's why attention is a very uh, impactful metric for us. Okay, so we're, you just explained how you know it's used for the, the the buying side, but one of the topic we've been discussing as an industry as well is is this a, becoming a new currency? You know, what is your belief uh, in in the group? Well, look for, for buying. Uh, what's great is, um, as I mentioned, Alo, we we can really use attention data to optimize both branding campaigns, so upper funnel objectives mm -hmm. um, like awareness, but also equally we can optimize the uh, direct response uh, performance campaigns. But we do this in different ways. Um, mm -hmm. So. For branding campaigns, we use attention data to uh, tweak our vendor selection, uh, to optimize the channel, uh, the channel selection, the format, uh, the placement, uh, down to the programming selection. And that allows us to report back to clients an attention index per campaign. And because of the link that we've made between attention and improved uh, ad recall, this attention index is actually a very valuable KPI for clients to assess the, the quality uh, and the output uh, of their media buy, right? Mm -hmm. But for per uh, performance campaigns, um, it's actually a little bit different. Um, it's a different output in a way because everything's programmatic. Mm -hmm. And um, so effectively, we use attention signals uh, to create custom bidding algorithms that helps mm -hmm. um, performance teams predict in real time the levels of attention uh, by placement uh, before they even uh, beat for a single impression. And again, we're doing this because we have that evidence of this link between higher attention and uh, higher conversions. So I guess back to your question about what it means for us as a metric. Yeah. Uh, for branding campaign, attention uh, is effectively reported as a, as a quality uh, factor. It's, it's, a, it's a campaign output. Mm -hmm. And for performance, uh, is effectively um, seen, uh, you know, as, as an input by our buyers uh, to deliver better conversions. Uh, so the end goal, effectively, what the client sees is improved cost per conversions. Okay, but but it's far from becoming a, a standard currency for the market right now, no? What do you think? There's a lot of education needed still, I feel. Sure. Yeah, well, I guess... Um, I, I'm going to say, first of all, from Omnicom's point of view, right, you, you can see that we have a, we feel we have a unique approach to attention um, because by definition, you know, we are um, looking at different definitions of attention, different thresholds of attention by client. And so because of that, um, it's a little bit difficult to um, align with vendors on a, on a standardized definition of attention. Uh, you know, if you take, for example, um, in-feed videos on Instagram, uh, they might deliver 
two seconds of attention. But if a client needs four seconds as the optimum threshold, then we've got a value discrepancy between the vendor and the client. And obviously, you know, uh, and now when uh, the sell side and the buy side don't speak the same language, yeah. uh, it can be pretty tricky to trade on, on the same currency. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you need some common ground. So I don't think negotiating a guaranteed cost per attention per, per second uh, as a currency is going to be a trading lever anytime soon. Mm. Then I haven't even mentioned the lack of standardized measurement. Um, I know Andy at the Attention Council uh, has been pushing for more standardizations uh, around the definitions and the measurement. And, uh, you know, look, that's very good, right? We, we're supportive of that. But we also uh, need to avoid the, the trap that we got ourselves into as an industry with viewability, uh, where mm-hmm. I mentioned you know, we've got those long tail uh, digital vendors uh, who've, who've made a business of generating artificial viewability that doesn't deliver anything for our clients. Yeah. And so if attention becomes a new standardized metric, there's a risk that we'll end up uh, with similar challenges there. Yeah, with yeah, the problem we have with the last click attribution there on one side might happen again on the on the current on the on the attention side. Yeah, it's not an easy one, and I find it's it's related to having global discussion with the clients as well, uh, discussing from the beginning the purpose of the campaign, understanding their KPIs, which admittedly on the media side is not always you know, the case we don't always share from the beginning or understand from the beginning the client's needs or purpose for a given campaign, which you guys understand much better. Uh, and I think that one thing that one link that's missing sometimes as well is the link between the creative aspect and the media aspect, right? And from a business process perspective, we tend to separate both quite a lot. Um, and at least on the sales house side, our members are looking right now very much into understanding what is the, the added value of creativity. I mean, we've been doing this for years, but discussing it with clients right now and also understanding the value of what a create good creative is bringing to the quality of, a, of an attention of a campaign. Do you think that this topic of attention is now maybe bringing it back together and that ultimately will sort of bring back the full, full service agency, uh, you know, back on the table, the need for this? Is it the case for you guys internally? Do you discuss it? Yeah, no, it is good. It is a very good point, Anlaw, um, because um, obviously eye tracking attention data can help optimize the creative process as well, to your point, um, and both the, the formats, uh, but also the, the content of the message. And also, you're, you're right, the lines between uh, creative and media are getting increasingly uh, blurred. Mm. Uh, which is why whenever we have an opportunity as a group, uh, Omnicom will always uh, try to pitch or repitch uh, businesses by um, joining up a creative and media resources. So we can provide this full service, uh, like more holistic solution to yes. our clients. But again, even with our media division, we run um, our own uh, dynamic creative optimization business, uh, the DCO um, with uh, Adilic. And those guys are starting to use attention data to to optimize the creative format uh, and the messaging that serve to each individual audience. So, um, look, I wouldn't say as an industry we are um, necessarily going full service yet, but there's definitely a trend there and a push from clients as well. 
Yeah. And I see it, I mean, on the sales house side, we really see it happening because some of our members are offering that now as a, as a service to also look into the creative, doing A-B testing and then helping with the, you know, reflection on the global purpose of a campaign, understanding the client's needs. Um, they're never replacing the job that you guys do, obviously, because it's, you know, on, on the TV side um, or TV and radio sometimes, but it still is interesting that like this is, this is coming together. So um, because this is aimed at being a short interview, I still have a few questions for you but uh, one of them is really the role of TV in all of that. I mean, generally speaking, we think that we're doing really well as a TV industry in the attention, um, you know, discussion. Do you confirm that? Is it like from the findings we've been seeing from the Karen Nelson fields of this world, TV is doing quite well. What, what have you seen, uh, you know, at OMG and uh, internally in the discussions you're having about the TV performance there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the, the very good news for television is television uh, is the, the medium uh, that performs the, the strongest, actually, mm. on attention metrics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's based on, on, you know, consistent research we've seen and we've done uh, over the past 18 months, two years. Um, television delivers not just active attention, uh, which is when uh, someone is actually looking at the screen, but also, and probably more importantly for TV, um, on the duration of the attention, the, the dwell time. Yeah. That's uh, longer on TV uh, than on any other medium. Um, and so if you look at the average cost per attentive second, uh, television looks more cost efficient uh, mm -hmm. than even a, a, a small standard digital digital display banner. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, there's one media type that does even better than linear TV on, on attention. Do you, do you want to take a guess, Anlo? Well, because you emphasize linear TV, I guess it's the digital TV side, right? I mean, it's the street, the American call it streaming, but I guess it would be BVOD, yeah? BVOD, as we call it in Europe, broadcast VOD, OTT. So um, that format generates up to 20% higher attention than linear yeah. TV. Um, and so this is great. We think it comes from the uh, the self-selecting behavior with viewers mm -hmm. uh, actively uh, searching and selecting content that, yeah. that they want to engage with. Uh, you know, we often talk about TV as the, the lean back, back experience, yeah. right? Uh, but but I, I think we, we can label CTV and BVOD as a, a lean-in media. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because with CTV, you're effectively creating your own schedule uh, mm -hmm. and you're more active with the content. Yeah, it's really interesting. Karen Nelson Field uh, recently spoke about this again and how it's more really more into this lean in is, is bigger on the BVOD platforms than it is on YouTube, uh, where you kind of expect the same sort of content. And, you know, the, the, there's a habit of like what sort of stuff you're going to get that also leads you to just wait for that skip ad button. And that is um, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, OK, well, thanks. I, I love that message. Um, the, t the TV industry still probably has a lot to do on on discussing that and promoting it, educating maybe, uh, any message uh, to broadcasters or any like call to action you'd like to make to, to finish this? No, no, I think it's important for broadcasters to uh, embrace attention. In fact, this is actually the, the, the topic, the title of my next uh, keynote next month at the mm -hmm. uh, Mediatel uh, Future of TV event in London. Um, I'm, I'm going to be talking about that uh, because I think it is time. Uh, there's been progress, right? But I think it's time for broadcasters to really embrace attention. Uh, it's not just a digital world metric. Uh, it's not even a new metric, right? Um, when you think about it, we've been buying television for attention, uh, probably for half a century, yeah. um, when you optimize the affinity of your campaign uh, mm. against your audience, um, when you want to increase your share of premium positions in the ad break, uh, or when you uh, search for programming that 
contextually relevant to your brand, effectively you're you're looking to buy attention and engagement, right? Yeah. So there's there's nothing new under the sun, yeah. uh, but we we've never been able to put the correct label to it. And also more importantly, um, we can now finally measure this in more precise ways at scale. So I, I really, um, you know, I, I hope you can see I'm really excited about the yeah. power of attention on TV. Yeah. Right. Um, it's going to help television at the time when there's so much disruption in the digital media space. And I think TV should really own this metric because yeah. it can bring more dollars back into the, the TV and CTV ecosystem. Yeah, you're right. And I think actually to conclude, maybe one, one thing we should say is we probably need to work hand in hand with you guys at agency level if we want to make this cleverly, because of course there are all the research agencies working on that, but it is also important that the media agencies are involved um, and that, you know, we we discuss this at a level that is really close to the brand's needs and and day to day and talking their language, which is really something that you guys understand very well, right? Because that's all you do. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Well, thank you so much. Let's uh, be in touch about that. The International Knowledge Ex Exchange is another platform into which we're discussing that audience measurement, of course, but also this attention topic right now is pretty big. So at the end of November, we have something else on that topic. So stay tuned as Ekta, we keep on you know, feeding you with so, so much uh, quality content on this. Uh, and Nicola, I think uh, you're, you'll be in the loop of all of that in the coming uh, months. So we're really, really happy to uh, have you there. So thank you so much for having accepted our invitation. And and um, see you soon. Talk to you soon. And let's be in touch. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye.